Well, guys, it's January, and that means it is time for our annual budgetary review. Today, we're going to dig into how much I spent to promote my music on Spotify in 2020, and we're also going to look at how much I made in return. What's up, guys? It's Tom. Welcome back to the lab, and welcome back to my life. Today, we are looking at how much I spent to market my music on Spotify in 2020, and I'm going to break down where those expenses happened, how much each of them were, how much I made in return, and where that revenue came from. So put on your glasses, grab your calculator, and get your pencil ready, because we're going to dig into a spreadsheet. Let's go. All right, first things first, before we get into this spreadsheet, if you're new here, then you may not know that I posted a video about this time last year about this very same thing about how I spent my money in 2019. So if you want to go check out that video or the accompanying podcast episode that I have, you can do that on my YouTube channel or you can do it on my podcast, Sounds of the Future. So go check that out if you want to. Otherwise, we're going to dig into it and look at the numbers from 2020. So here we are with our 2020 numbers. Last year, I spent money in two different places to promote my music. In 2019, I spent my money in a bunch of different places, testing out a whole bunch of different stuff. But in 2020, I narrowed that down a little bit more. So the two places I spent all of my money to promote my music last year were on Playlist Push and Facebook ads. Looking at my expenses, I spent $331.88 on Playlist Push. Most definitely the smaller amount of the two. I only spent money on Playlist Push for one song, which is my song, When We Were Young, which dropped in March. Now, one of the reasons I went with Playlist Push for that song is because I had had good results with it in 2019 as far as playlisting platforms are concerned. And I also hadn't gotten into Facebook ads yet. So I didn't know anything about Facebook ads. I was only familiar with playlisting and I wanted to try to make this song go off. So I used Playlist Push for just that one track. Later in the year, I hooked up with Playlist Push and they helped me run a TikTok campaign for a later song called Darkness. But because I didn't pay for that because they sponsored a video and paid for the campaign for me, I'm not including that here because that technically wasn't one of my own expenses. If you want to go check out the video on my TikTok campaign, you can check that out here. The second expense I had last year was for Facebook ads. With Facebook ads, I spent $2,318.65. All of this spent to promote my music on Spotify. All told, my expenses for last year were $2,650.53. This is how much money I spent to market my music in 2020. Moving over to the revenue column, I distributed music between two different distributors last year because I continued to experiment with which one did what better. And also I changed my artist name last year and needed to port my entire catalog over to one to do that. And I had it split amongst two. If you want to learn more about that, you can check out this video right here. Now the two distributors that I used last year are Amuse and DistroKid. With DistroKid, I earned $91.15 off of my music in 2020. With DistroKid, I earned $48.73 off of my music in 2020. So already things are not looking very good, right? <laughs> you can tell that I spent a lot more money than I earned back off of my music. And we're going to do the total math in just a minute. But there's another piece of this that I'm going to incorporate in this. And that is YouTube. 
Now, the reason I want to include YouTube in this list, though it's not directly one for one spending money to promote on Spotify and how much I make on Spotify, I want to include YouTube because I have been documenting my journey with discovering all of these tools, testing all of these tools and reporting on all of these tools on YouTube. A lot of the expenses I have made are far more than I would if I wasn't telling anybody about it. So I think it's important for this experiment to include the revenue generated from YouTube as part of this flywheel of money. So I spent $2,600 on promotion last year. I made $139.88 back from Spotify, but then I also made $1,108.82 off of YouTube. Now I've got it broken down by month. I only got monetized on the channel in June. So the first time I made any money off of the channel was in July. And as you can see, July, August, September, October, November, and December, I made 178.27, 208.53, 197.05, 1987 on Spotify promotion, I lost $2,510.65. Definitely took a bath in 2020 as far as promotion versus money earned from Spotify are concerned. But when we pull YouTube into that, my losses go down significantly. I only lost $1,401.83. Still a lot of money, but I saved myself an additional $1,100. Now, of that $1,400 loss, look, before, before we dig into anything else, I just want to stop anybody who's about to get into the comments and say, wow, you lost a ton of money. You don't know how to promote your music. I'm getting to that. Looking at this $1,400, based on looking through all of the campaigns I ran last year before I made this video, I would say that there is probably easily $750 to $800 of that that is complete waste because I ran A-B tests on very stupid things. Like what happens if I try to purposefully destroy a campaign? What happens if I'm if I change all of these factors at once? What happens if I do X, Y, or Z? Lots of testing and lots of finding out what works and what doesn't so that I could get to a place where I have learned the ropes of Facebook ads for Spotify. If we take away the sort of waste of $750, then we're left with about $650 of loss. Still loss, still not good. However, not as bad as what I went through doing just playlisting in 2019. Which brings me to the next part. Let's look at followers. Now in 2019, I lost about 850 bucks, I think. 2020, I've lost about 1400 bucks. If we're adjusting that for testing, we're gonna call it about 650. But in 2019, I ended the year with 43 followers on Spotify. And as of today, making this video, which is January 18th, 2021, I have 1,700 followers on Spotify, which means using Facebook ads is far and away 
the best bet to grow your following on Spotify. Playlisting does not convert to long-term listeners. Facebook ads do. When somebody hears your music on a playlist, they're just listening through the playlist, not paying attention to who any given artist is. I do that. You probably do that too. But with Facebook ads, this is direct marketing directly to the individual. They have the choice of whether or not they want to follow you, click through your ad, whatever. So this is genuine interest on behalf of the listener themselves. Now, in addition to all of this, in addition to the following growing on Spotify, I also saw, I think, something like a five or 600 person increase on my Instagram following. I saw an increase in my Facebook following. And then, of course, here on YouTube, I grew from 300 subscribers to now over 5,000 subscribers within a single year. All of that's not directly attributable to the ads I spent money on for Spotify, but it all is part of the same sort of flywheel, if you will. All these different pieces are part of the same puzzle. So you can't really discount any of them and pull them out of the system without affecting the sort of function of everything working together. So all of this is a gigantic experiment that works together, which is why I wanted to include all of these pieces. Okay, so now that we've looked at the budget from last year, let's look at what I did right and what I did wrong, and then how we're going to change that for 2021. Well, first of all, I lost money. That's bad. I don't want to lose money. I didn't enjoy losing money. My plan is to avoid losing money as quickly as I can. But I also recognize that this is an investment. The more my following grows, the longer I run ads and the better I get at them, the more return I'm going to get for every dollar spent. And eventually I will get to a place where I spend less on ads than I earn directly from Spotify alone. I'm not there yet, but we're on our way. After that, there's sort of three main things that I got wrong last year that had the biggest negative impact on my budget and my income from this experiment. Number one, I ran several ads where my conversion setup and my pixel setup were just wrong. Some ads I spent $100, $200 within a couple of days without any conversions because I didn't set it up correctly. I didn't know what I was doing. Some of them, my landing page was really, really slow. And so I would lose a lot of people from link click to landing page view, stuff like that. In fact, if you want to look through the whole mess of things I've done with Facebook ads that were just terrible, you can check out this series right here. Top 10 mistakes when using Facebook ads to promote your music on Spotify. I've done everything you could think to do wrong. Number two, I changed my artist name halfway through the year last year. I used to go by TD3 on Spotify, and now I go by my actual name, Tom Dupree III, because I was Tom Dupree III on every other social media outlet on the planet, and I was TD3 on Spotify. It just didn't make sense. So I did a complete rebrand on Spotify, which effectively brought everything to zero. So I had to start from scratch again. I kind of shot myself in the foot, but you know, it's part of life. And then the third and final thing that I did wrong last year was I just didn't release enough music. I only released four songs last year because I was busy spending all of my time tinkering with Facebook ads and trying to figure out all the little nuts and bolts of this kind of stuff. And also spending a lot of energy trying to grow on YouTube. A lot of my song creation and writing and sticking to some sort of consistent content strategy there kind of fell by the wayside. So I would find myself with 
much longer periods of time between releases than I wanted to have initially, but that's just kind of how things fell last year. Now, let's look at the things that I got right last year. There are a few different things I think that contributed to the success that I had, if you can call it that, even though I lost money. Number one, I figured out that Facebook ads is the way to go. Playlisting just doesn't work if you're trying to build an audience of people who really care about your music and who really like you. Facebook ads is the best way to do that if you're going to spend money on it. I think you should do it in addition to organic work, posting videos, posting pictures, tweeting, TikToks, all that stuff. You should be doing all that stuff. But if you're going to pay for promotion, I think the only thing you should spend your money on is Facebook ads. I wouldn't spend my money probably on anything else at this point. The second thing I got right was that I focused on followers instead of just playlisted streams. Followers are what are going to ultimately create longevity in the long term. And I also, as an addition to that, started learning more about algorithmic playlists and the opportunities that those provide on Spotify. So if you're going to get on any playlists on Spotify, the algorithmic ones are the only ones you want to worry about. Discover Weekly, Release Radar, Daily Mix, Radio, things like that. And your followers will help you get onto those. The more followers you have, the more streams you're going to get day one, the more likely you are going to get on additional algorithmic playlists. And that doesn't cost you a dime once you have enough followers. So followers are very critical to success on Spotify. And then the last thing I got right, I figured out sort of towards the end of the year, but that's consistency with ads. I spent a lot of the year stopping and starting things, running a campaign for a song and turning all my ads off, running a new campaign, turning all my ads off. And I've since discovered that there's sort of a two-fronted attack that works the best. Number one, have a consistently running campaign for five to 10 bucks a day that never stops. This is your follower growth. This is your snowball effect that continues to roll downhill and pick up people along the way. And then the second one is sort of a knockout punch on release day for every single song you drop. For the first few days of release, you want to run a heavy hitting, expensive campaign to boost those streams and to boost those new followers right out of the gate so that the algorithm on Spotify says, wow, people like this song. Consistently running one campaign and consistently pushing hard on every release when it comes out is the sort of attack strategy that I've landed on that seems to work the best. Now, having said all of that, the lasting point that I want to leave you with from this video is this. This is a long-term game. This is not a one-for-one one dollars in, dollars out thing. For the last two years, I've lost money on promoting my music on Spotify. I've spent far more than I earned off of Spotify, but I'm playing the five to 10 year game. I'm not playing the one year or six month game. So I'm going to keep doing this. I'm going to keep refining my strategy. I'm going to keep getting better at my strategy. My hope is that at some point within the next year or two, I will figure out a way to turn this from a net negative to a net positive financially. And once that net positive switch happens, then I can push down harder on the button and have a little machine that earns money for me while I sleep. That's the goal here. This year in 2021, my plan is to move as quickly and as directly as possible as I can towards profitability in this rather than experimentation. For two years, I've experimented a lot with a lot of different stuff. 2019 and 2020, we tested all kinds of stuff on this channel. We tested all kinds of different strategies and platforms and everything. Now that I have tested all of that stuff, I feel very confident moving forward 
seeking profitability. I'm going to incorporate some other elements this year, like testing out Patreon, testing out selling merch, testing out all kinds of other different things to pull different pieces into what I'm referring to as sort of the artist flywheel of revenue generation. So this year, what we're going to be focused on is how to take all these experiments and turn them into revenue generators rather than money pits. So that's the plan for 2021. 2019, we lost money. 2020, we lost money, but we learned a lot. And now we're ready to really get after it and start figuring out a way to be profitable as an independent artist. And that's it for this episode of Sounds of the Future. As always, I really, really appreciate you listening. I appreciate you being here week after week. Now with this episode. I know there was a lot of video reference in this more so than I've been doing a little bit recently, but as always, I try to explain everything on screen. And so I think that the value is still very much there. If you missed anything, there's a link in the show notes for this episode that you can go check out uh, this video on YouTube and all of that stuff. So if you're not in tune with the YouTube crowd, please come join us there and please come join us every Friday at 1 PM on YouTube for a live stream where we talk about music, branding, business, entrepreneurship, and anything else you guys want to rap about. It's Friday, 1 p.m. Central Time in the U.S., every Friday, every week. So anytime you want to come pop in and say, hey, love to see you there. And as always, thanks for listening, and I'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Peace.